When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Saturday, Stack and Sats Day, my crypto fam. And in today's show, Bitcoin scarcity rises as bad exchanges take 1.2 million Bitcoin out of circulation. That's right. In fact, over 150,000 Bitcoins were taken off the exchanges in the last two weeks. Also in today's show, Bitcoin sees record stock the flow miss as Bitcoin price model creator brushes off the FTX blip. That's right. According to the stock the flow model, the price right now should be $72,200, but the actual Bitcoin price is $16,600. Quoting plan B, it feels like the world ended, but FTX will probably be just a small blip on the long-term radar. Also in today's show, Sam Bankman-Fried's lawyers terminate FTX representation due to conflicts of interest, quoting the lawyer here, we informed Mr. Bankman Freed several days ago after the filing of the FTX bankruptcy that conflicts have arisen that precluded us from representing him. Also in today's show, billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper says one catalyst will trigger a 1400% Bitcoin price explosion. That's right. In a new Bloomberg interview, Draper unveils what he believes would be the catalyst that fuels a Bitcoin rally to $250,000 per coin. Send it. Also in today's show, red alert, grayscale liquidation could unleash a Bitcoin Armageddon. That's right. The FTX contagion effects do not even stop at the largest institutional Bitcoin product on the market, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. As a result of the bankruptcy of Bankman Fried's crypto exchange FTX, the discount on the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust fund has fallen to around negative 40%. Also in today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you a $150,000 Bitcoin price prediction from Venture Fund uh, Pantera Capital. And we're also going to be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live episode. I'm your host, JV. This is episode number 1108 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. And today is November 19th, 2022. And we have lots to cover. So let's dive right in with today's market watch, shall we? As you can see, the top cryptos are currently correcting. And in the red, we got Bitcoin down 0.2% for the day, trading just above 16,600 at the time of this recording. We got Ether also down 0.2%, maintaining just above 
above $1,200, while Binance Coin, Polkadot, Solana, Avalanche, and Doge all correcting and in the red, while XRP, Cardano, Tron, and Litecoin are pumping and in the green. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, you can see the current market cap sitting at $832 billion. When do you think we'll surpass that $1 trillion milestone again? Let me know in the comments below. The 24-hour volume is very low. I'd say extremely low at $34 billion, with the Bitcoin dominance at 38.4%, with the Ether dominance at 17.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have eCash leading the pack up 18.3%, followed by Zillica up 5.7%, followed by OKB up 4%, followed by the Sandbox as well as Dash. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, we can see Trust Wallet Token still leading the pack up 72% along with Ton up 23% and Chili's up 16.4% and the biggest loss naturally, FTT, which was the native token of the fallen FTX exchange. And checking out one of my my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 23 in Extreme Fear, the same as yesterday. Last week was a 21, and last month was a 23 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign investors are extremely worried and take advantage of that BTFD by that freaking dip. And with that being shared, welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. Let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis, shall we? One of the biggest factors differentiating the king crypto from fiat currency in most cryptos is the hard limit of 21 million on its total circulating supply. However, the demise of numerous crypto exchanges over the last decade, including the last week, <laughs> has permanently taken out at least 5.7%, which is 1.2 million BTC of the total issuable Bitcoin from circulation. Like, whoa, the clack of clarity around a crypto exchange's proof of reserves came out as the primary reason for their sudden collapses, as seen recently with FTX. Historical data around crypto crashes revealed that 14 crypto exchanges together were responsible for the loss of almost 1.2 million BTC, which represents six. 0.3% of the 19.2 Bitcoin currently in circulation. As you can see here, it shows you those exchanges. Bitcoinica lost 61,000. Bitfloor lost 24,000. Mt. Gox was a whopping 650,000. And the list goes on and on. Now, an investigation conducted by Jameson Lopp, co-founder and chief technology officer of the Bitcoin storage platform, Cast the Hoddle. Shout out to Jameson. He said that Mt. Gox remains the top position when it comes to exchange losing their Bitcoin holdings. And while the scarcity of Bitcoin is directly related to the value of an asset, Lopp pointed out that fake Bitcoin offerings currently threaten the ecosystem, adding that Bitcoin will not be a great store of value if most people are buying fake Bitcoin. And lo and behold, people were buying fake Bitcoin on the FTX exchange. They were buying this fake artificial wrap Bitcoin. Now, investigations confirmed that at least 80 crypto assets have Bitcoin in their names aimed purely to mislead Bitcoin investors, which is a sad reality. And as a result, investors purchasing fake Bitcoin assets negatively impact the price appreciation of the original Bitcoin. As Jameson points out here, 80 plus crypto assets have the word Bitcoin in their name. 14 have a market cap of over a million dollars. 
three claim to be Bitcoin. One is Bitcoin, and we all know the true Bitcoin. To ensure Bitcoin's position is safe, sound money, self-custody comes out as the most effective way to reduce reliance on crypto exchanges and corporate paper Bitcoin contracts. Salvadoran President Nayib Bokele recently announced plans to acquire one Bitcoin every single day starting November 17, 2022, which was yesterday, which I covered in great detail on the show. If you missed it, be sure to check it out. Now, public records show that El Salvador currently holds 2,381 Bitcoin at an average buying price of $43,000. However, stagnant Bitcoin performance opened up a window of opportunity for the country to substantially bring down its average price of its Bitcoin acquisition. So there you have it. Let me know if you are bullish for El Salvador for the long haul, even though their average Buying price for the King Crypto is 43000 Do you think dollar cost averaging at a current low for the cycle will help fix that so when the next bull run comes and the next halving, El Salvador will be sitting pretty? Or do you feel that El Salvador can potentially be doomed being so negative sitting on their balance sheet? Let me know in the comments below. And as you can see here, just just in, over 150000 Bitcoin in the last two weeks were taken off the exchanges. So congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers protecting your Bitcoin in cold storage, which is where it should be at the end of the day. And again, welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show. Let's now discuss the infamous stock to flow model, which predicts a $100,000 plus Bitcoin price between 2024 and 2025, because right now the stock to flow model is saying Bitcoin should be at 72000 but ironically, we're at 16600 which is virtually the low for this cycle. I think we bottomed out thus far at at 15,600. Without further ado, let's break down this next story of the day. Bitcoin is now further than ever from its target price, according to the stock to flow model. The latest data shows Bitcoin has deviated from the planned price growth to an extent never ever seen before with the Bitcoin price suppression ongoing in the light of the FTX scandal and already bearish trend has only strengthened. This has implications for many core aspects of the Bitcoin network, notably the miners, but some of its best known metrics are also feeling the heat. Among them is the stock to flow, which has seen its price forecast come under increasing strain as well as criticism, enjoying great popularity until Bitcoin's last all-time high in November of 2021 when we hit 69,000. The model uses block subsidy habit events as the central element in plotting exponential price growth through the years. Now, stock to flow allows for significant price deviations and is not up only, but even accounting for these, current targets are far higher than the spot price. According to dedicated monitoring resource, stock to flow multiple, Bitcoin should trade at just over $72,000 as of today, November 19th, given a multiple of negative 1.47. And on November 10th, the multiple reached negative 1.5, a record negative reading in stock to flow's lifetime as the FTX impact affects the market. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin stock to flow multiple chart. Now an alternative iteration of stock to flow model deviations from analytics platform looking to Bitcoin produce similar conclusions about this month's price action, quitting them here. Price has now strayed further below the stock to flow line than ever before, as its creator, Philip Swift, pointing out, and he shares currently a variance of negative 1.26 versus the previous all-time low of negative 1.21 back in 
2011. Now, nonetheless, Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model, the analyst responsible for the creation and now defense of stock to flow remains cool on its utility. Quoting him here, it feels like the world ended, but FTX will probably just be a small blip on the long-term radar, he argued in his own tweet. And Plan B has fielded increasingly strong accusations over the model in 2022, these including claims that it is basis is fraudulent and in response to the increasing deviation between target and spot price he maintained that even a comparatively wide range for price to act within and still keep the model valid was still more useful than no insight at all so there you have it what are your thoughts surrounding the stock to flow model and plan b let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below personally i like the stock to flow model it has been the most historically accurate bitcoin price model since the inception of bitcoin and if it wasn't for these black swan events, which I think took a lot of us off guard this year, we can potentially be at an all-time high for Bitcoin at around 72000 However, unfortunately, many crypto lenders collapsed, including the second largest crypto exchange in the world, which is FTX. So it is what it is. But with that being shared again, welcome everyone just tuning in. Now I want to discuss the ongoing saga of SBF and FTX as his lawyers have officially quit, which is not shocking to me whatsoever with the level of, you know, scheming and fraudulent activity going on. Now, Paul Weiss, the law firm backing FTX CEO Bankman Freed amid bankruptcy, renounced representing the entrepreneur, citing a conflict of interest. The decision to withdraw from representation after Bankman Freed's tweets were found to disrupt the law firm's reorganization efforts. That's right. Starting November 14th, SBF published a series of tweets that amassed extensive attention across crypto Twitter to say the least we've been watching this unfold in real time it's been entertaining to say the least now the move however sparked speculations that the crypto tweets were used to distract bots from noticing concurrently deleted tweets and while no ill intent could be concluded. Paul Weiss's attorney, Martin Flumbon, believed that Bankman Freed's incessant and disruptive tweeting was negatively impacting the reorganization efforts. Quoting him here, we informed Mr. Bankman Freed several days ago about the filing of the FTX bankruptcy, that conflicts have arisen that preluded us from representing him and the law firm's decision to back out from helping Bankman Freed coincided with a much-awaited ruling of fellow fraudster Elizabeth Holmes, who got sentenced to prison, I believe, for 11 years after being convicted of criminal fraud. And Bankman Freed makes her look like child's play, to say the least. Bankman Freed currently faces scrutiny from multiple directions, including ongoing investigations around the misuse of customer funds and disclosing of bankruptcy-related documents. That's right. He literally stole the customer's funds in the exchanges to make very ill-intended investments, which obviously didn't pan out. And despite informing the defendants, the court may refuse an attorney's request and order them to continue the representation, which may seem impossible considering Bankman Freed's behavioral concerns raised by the law firm. And recently, the Binance CEO CZ opened up about the time when Binance was almost ready to bail out FTX from a collapse. Reflecting on the situation, CZ shared, when he came to me, I knew he was desperate. If we can't help him, there's probably nobody else that would. Probably a bunch of people passed on the deal before us. However, the deal for us to take over was called off after due diligence revealed bigger problems. So there you go. The saga continues with SBF. What do you feel will likely happen to this man? As he seems to be very well connected politically, do you think he'll actually serve any jail time for the biggest fraud in history, which makes Elrond look like child's play as well? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. I also want to call out uh, Gary Gensler. I mean, 
FTX was heavily regulated, the top second largest crypto exchange in the world. So the fact that the SEC and Gary was regulating this and they allowed this to happen and it was that obvious to people and outsiders looking at where Bankman Free came up with his fortune, this is a red flag and it should send red flag warnings across the entire industry. So obviously I just wanted to point out that obvious. But with that being shared, now let's discuss a potential 1400% rally for the King Crypto, according to billionaire investor capitalist Tim Draper, the one and only. Let's break this down. Venture capitalist Tim Draper is doubling down on his prediction. The King Crypto will reach a price of more than a quarter million dollars, which is a meteoric ascent of over 1,400% from the King Crypto's current value. Now, in a Bloomberg interview, Draper unveils what he believes would be the catalyst that fuels the Bitcoin rally to 250K. Quoting Draper here, the reason it gets to 250,000 and probably beyond is that it will take a moment when you can buy your food, your clothing, and your shelter all in Bitcoin. And here are the statistics that I know, women control 80% of retail spending, and that's usually the food, the clothing, and the shelter. And women only have, way back, it was like one in 14 Bitcoin wallets, and now it's one in six. And when women realize that they can get a discount by paying in Bitcoin, when retailers realize they can double their profits by accepting Bitcoin, it's going to move pretty quickly. Now, in May, the prominent venture capitalist reasserted his prediction Bitcoin would eventually hit his quarter million dollar price prediction. And in light of the high profile implosion of FTX, Draper says that as an investor in the crypto space, he is focusing on decentralized assets. As he shares here, as an industry player, I am looking to invest in things that are decentralized. I think there are big opportunities in anything that looks like it has the opportunity to be decentralized like DAOs. Now, the DAOs are going to be extraordinary for humankind. They're going to sort of bring us through and anthropological leap forward. I kind of like those. I like what's happening in smart contracts around Bitcoin. I think those are very exciting because they are going to make it to where we don't need as much leveraged service or legal service. We can actually have most of those contracts built in the software. So there you have it. How many of you didn't know that Bitcoin offers smart contracts and that you don't need Ethereum to pull off a smart contract? That may be breaking news for many of you. And what are your thoughts surrounding his quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction? And with women leading that charge due to retail investing or retail purchasing as women obviously are the breadwinners when it comes to spending, I would say for most families. But anyways, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss this massive grayscale alert because this has the potential to again shock uh, the entire crypto industry and impact it tremendously even more than what we've already seen as the FTX contagion effects do not even stop the largest institutional Bitcoin product on the market, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, better known as GBTC. As a result of the bankruptcy of Bankman Fried's crypto exchange FTX, the discount on the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust Fund had fallen to around negative 40%, which I think is the greatest discount I have ever seen. Now, as recently as the end of 2020, GBTC was trading at a premium of plus 40%. However, in January of 2021, the trend reversal occurred when Grayscale's Bitcoin fund traded at a discount for the first time. And since then, GBTC has been on a downward slide to say the least. Charts don't lie, which you can see here. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust's largest owners include Kathy Woods, ARK Invest, who owns 0.85%, Horizon 
Horizon Kinetics own 0.34%, and Simplify Asset Management own 0.06%. And then we have System Intelligence, Parkwood, and Emerald Mutual Fund all owning small portions, as well as Rothschild Investments. One of the Illuminati crime families of the world even owns 0.01%, according to CNN Business. Now, could this be a potential doomsday for Bitcoin? Let's discuss it. Recent events have led the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to become potentially the single biggest risk to the Bitcoin markets. As News BTC reported, Genesis Global had to pause all their withdrawals for its lending business on Wednesday due to unprecedented market turmoil. And this is concerning for the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and that Genesis Global served as the liquidity provider for the trust. Genesis Global's parent company is Digital Currency Group, DCG. And this in turn is also the parent company of Grayscale. Shortly after the Genesis announcement, Digital Currency Group clarified that the matter would have no impact on its own business. DCG stated that Genesis is not a service provider for any Grayscale product. And furthermore, the company asserted that it does not lend, borrow, or pledge Bitcoin and that its custodian Coinbase is prohibited from engaging in such activities. In addition, the SEC and OTC markets reports that audited financial statements are filed. As shared here, Grayscale products continue to operate business as usual and recent events had no impact on product operations. The assets underlying Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and all the Grayscale products remain safe and secure, held in segregated wallets and deep cold storage by our custodian, Coinbase. Now still the community is bellyaching. A dissolution of GBTC could mean Armageddon for the King Crypto. The collapse of Terra Luna, on the other hand, would have been fun. The Grayscale Bitcoin Trust currently holds 634,000 BTC. The Terra Luna Foundation only liquidated 80,000 Bitcoins and still managed to crash the Bitcoin price from 40,000 all the way down to 20K. And as Ryan Selkis reported, DCG is in a liquidity squeeze, appears holding company DCG liquid assets are below liabilities. And as a result, it looks like DCG is looking to raise outside funding. However, since then, that tweet has been deleted and the Bitcoin community is now demanding proof that Grayscale actually holds roughly 634,000 BTC in reserve at Brian Armstrong's Coinbase. However, neither Grayscale nor Coinbase has shown any reaction thus far, which is kind of alarming. And all that is currently available in a CSV file that is updated daily. As analysts, on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire explained, it should be relatively feasible to produce a proof of reserves if all Bitcoins are held at Coinbase. As Dylan LeClaire shares here, does anyone know of the address of the 630,000 Bitcoin? in GBTC? And are there some form of proof of reserves? And if no, why? Great question. We have fully transparent public ledgers, so we can audit this stuff. All I can find is a CSV file that updates daily. Why not just publish the address? But criticism also heads towards the US SEC. If Chairman Gary Gensler had approved the conversion of GBTC into an ETF, the Armageddon scenario would not even exist. But we all know they have been delaying the spot ETF for the United States for obvious reasons and corruption. Instead, Gensler preferred to reject the spot Bitcoin ETFs and flood the market with paper BTC. The FTX fiasco may also contribute to the lack of approval for a spot Bitcoin ETF in the future. Meanwhile, Chris Bernsick, partner and placeholder and former crypto chief at ARK Invest, tweeted that fears surrounding the unwinding of GBTC and ETH-E are unfounded as an example of hysteria. As shared here, he retweeted Bob Lucas, who wrote that the trust will not go away as it as a money printing machine. Shared here, they generally generate like 700 million in fees and investors can't stop it. They couldn't borrow billions against that cash flow. Also, you're not going to be killing the goose to save Genesis. They are 
firewall. And at press time, Bitcoin investors seem to agree with Chris Bernzik. Bitcoin remains in a wait and see mode. But what do you think is likely to occur as a result of this? Do you think this will have an impact on the price of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust? Or do you think Genesis can potentially go insolvent? Do you think they have the Bitcoin at the Coinbase exchange, as they say, even though they're not showing proof of it with the Bitcoin wallet address? Let me know how you feel things are likely to unfold in the comments below. And naturally, I'll be keeping you posted with the latest of this situation. With that being shared, now let's discuss a $150,000 Bitcoin price prediction from Pantera Capital's Dan Moorhead. Let's discuss it. But also keep in mind, it's interesting that they have this bullish prediction considering we're at like all-time lows uh, for this bull market cycle. But here's why Bitcoin is likely to hit 150000 according to Pantera and is due to the Bitcoin halving. And each Bitcoin halving, the reward for mining a new block on the Bitcoin blockchain falls by one half. Today, for example, Bitcoin miners receive 6.25 Bitcoins every time they successfully mine a new block. And when the next Bitcoin halving occurs in March of 2024 or around that time, the size of the reward will fall to 3.125 Bitcoins. All of this controlled algorithmically, which ensures that Bitcoin miners all over the world know exactly when this having event is going to happen. I cannot wait. You know, it also ensures that investors all over the world know exactly when it's going to happen and what makes the having event so special. There have been three having events in the past. We had one in 2012, 2016, and 2020, and each has followed a similar pattern. There is a bottoming out of the Bitcoin market approximately 15 months in advance of the having, then a gradual increase in the price of Bitcoin hanging into the having, and then a massive skyrocketing into price afterward for a period of about 15 months. So let's discuss this past full a path forward to 149,000. If you apply the same logic to the next Bitcoin having in 2024, then we should expect a similar bullish run for the King Crypto. By running the numbers Pantera Capital calculated, there will be a bottoming out of Bitcoin by the end of November, which is what? Two weeks away, a gradual recovery into 2023 and early 2024, and then a massive explosion afterward. This is based on modeling previous Bitcoin having events and then extrapolating forward. And according to Patera Capital, Bitcoin typically hits a bottom 477 days prior to the having and then reaches a peak in the bull market cycle approximately 480 days after the having. And even if you're not bullish on Bitcoin, you have to acknowledge that there is a beautiful symmetry to all of this. Patera Capital is now predicting that Bitcoin will rise. To 36,000 by March of 2024 and then skyrocket all the way to 149,000 after. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Now for a big caveat here, of course, in the past performance, there is no guarantee of future performance. And we also have to keep a close eye on 2024 as the great Bitcoin halving of 2024 could be the type of big narrative story that unites crypto investors worldwide and sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Crypto investors will think that they need to get in early to order profit from having and they will buy Bitcoin while it's still trading from under 20,000. This in turn will push Bitcoin even higher. As more investors see this happening, they will start buying, leading to even more momentum. FOMO like a mofo, as I like to call it. And eventually, by the time we get to 2024, Bitcoin would appear to be following the exact trajectory promised by the model. But then what? Remember what happened this year with Ethereum and the big narrative story? The merge that promised to unite crypto investors worldwide. Everybody got excited that this might be a truly defining moment for crypto. And many predicted that Ethereum 
Ethereum would skyrocket in value. But what did we get? Ethereum is still down more than 70% over the past 12 months. And some investors are warning Ethereum can dip below 1,000 from its current level of 1,200 from the time of this recording. So take every Bitcoin projection with a grain of salt and do your own due diligence. There is room to hope that Bitcoin will soar in the coming years. But just don't be seduced by anyone promising you that another massive Bitcoin rally is absolutely going to happen anytime soon. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this $150,000 price prediction? Uh, for 2024, proceeding the next big having event. And how many having events were you able to experience being in this industry? I got involved in crypto in 2017. So my first big having event, because I missed out in 2016, but I saw the parabolic surge of 2017. And the first full having I got to experience was in 2020. And naturally, we're just two years, less than two years away from the next big having of 2024. And I absolutely expect the price to go parabolic because it's simple supply supply and demand. At the end of the day, there is a limited scarce supply of Bitcoin and there is a high increasing demand due to the scarcity built into the protocol. It's all mathematics and that's why I trust in Bitcoin because in mathematics, we trust. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.